If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery. Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Hello and welcome to Oh My Dog with me, Jack D. And me, Sean Walsh. This is our weekly podcast where we reveal the most intimate, ridiculous details of our relationship with our beloved dogs. I have the delightful, spirited Mildred Barrett, who is a cockapoo. My streetwise best friend is Dolly, the long-haired chihuahua whom we rescued. Uh, This podcast sets out to answer the all-important questions like, how do you greet your dog? Uh, Do you kiss your dog on the mouth? Does your dog sleep in your bed? And so on. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our chats with our equally dog-obsessed guests who roll over and tell all. You are very much part of this podcast too, and we want to hear from you. You can get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com. And find us on Instagram at omdpod. So give us a shout and follow us on social media too. Hello, Jack. How are you? Oh, really well, actually. Thanks. Are you? Yes, good. Good, thank you. How's Dolly? Dolly's very well. And uh, Mildred, I take it, is is, uh, bouncing around as ever? Mildred is good. Mildred um, had two nights at her grandparents but she because she didn't want to come home. Oh. When I went to get... (laughs) (laughs) When I went to collect her... Uh, it was quite late, so I'm going to mm. use that as the excuse. It was quite late, and I tried to get her to take her home, and she hid behind the sofa. She so. just didn't... She said, no, no, not again. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Have you been trying your material out on her? Is that the problem? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll tell you what it is, actually. What it is, is that her... Well, her grandparents, they are her grandparents, Yeah, I suppose. They have a massive, massive garden. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm telling myself it's that. I think you can I think you can at least comfort yourself with that idea that it is yes. it's nothing to do with you personally. No. These are Grace's parents, are they? Yes, these are Grace's yeah. parents. Mm-hmm. And it's it's big and it's flowery and yeah. uh the house is bigger, the house has carpet. Oh she must lots <laughs> of things to jump on. What's your yeah. place like then? It sounds terrible. <laughs> They've got electrics. They got you know, seats on got... the bed. You know, <laughs> the food in the cupboards. Water. They've got running water. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh my word! Luxury. <laughs> yeah. No, but we have a nice little garden. But do you know what we have? And it's okay. But we have that astroturf. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, it's not the real thing, though, is it? They, you know, dogs would know that. Yeah. 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 Do you have to hoover astroturf? Because 
you can get special hoovers for it. We've got a special rake thing. A rake, okay, okay. Thing, yeah. but no mm. machine. No, but you're pleased with it, are you, the AstroTurf? <laughs> pleased with your choice? <laughs> it's been here a long time. It was before Mildred. I wouldn't have that now. Did you fit it yourself? Did I? No, I mean, Are you not, asking not, me I, if I fit I know the... you wouldn't have done it, but did you did you buy the AstroTurf and oh. have it fitted? Or was it there when you got the place? It was an early purchase. Oh, so you did? Yeah, so it, is you. it was you who did it. <laughs> Good. We sorted it out. <laughs> well, I didn't have a it's do- a simple enough question. What's your problem with AstroTurf? I haven't got a problem with it. It's just that it, it's quite a strange choice sometimes, <laughs> I think, for... You know, I, I think it can be. A tiny bit of lawn is quite a nice thing, but it's not judgment. I'm not being judgmental, but, you know, because I No, you don't sound it. No. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny that you've carpeted your lawn, but not your house. <laughs> I'm. It's actually Grace that has refused carpet, Jack. I'm a big carpet guy. I okay. love carpet. In fact, when I was round the grandparents' house... I was commenting about how much I love their carpet. You like your carpet. So if Grace was brought up around carpet, why does she not want carpet? I don't, I, Grace, is, Grace is, these are pressing matters. Yeah, and Grace, unfortunately, yeah. Grace isn't here to, to answer that. But I can find out. I'll text her quickly. Go on. Just as, as see if she gets back to me. Let's see if we can get an answer to that by yes. the end of the episode. It would be yes. quite good to see what, what the problem is. Yes. Okay, that's it. <laughs> While we're waiting for that, and before we bring on our uh, our guest this week, very quickly, I just want to just say this. I was in the car. We were on a car journey with Dolly, and um, Dolly was sitting on Jane's lap. And so we gave her a little drink of water at one point. We pulled over. And so I had this very close-up view, profile view of Dolly drinking her water. Now, how do you think dogs drink water? Uh, with the tongue, the tongue goes yeah. in the in the and water. How does and that kind of work? Though? If you were to, because I've done this, I've tried to drink water out of a bowl like a dog. What? Okay. What? I, well, just to see what it was like, what? you know. <laughs> Is there any video uh, footage of this? No, no, there isn't. But <laughs> I think you should try it though, just because it's a very interesting thing. I noticed for the very first time when I watched Dolly so up close that. <laughs> The tongue doesn't go in and scoop up water front ways. The tongue folds backwards and lifts the water in. In fact, a bit like an elephant does with its trunk, you know, how it'll suck up water and push it into its mouth. That's how, if you look, and and I've Googled it now, how does a dog drink? And it explains that the dog's tongue goes backwards. It forms into a cup and lifts the water into the bottom of the mouth. I always thought it was the other way around. I want to use the power of editing to mm. get someone else to ask a kind of standard question to you so that yeah. someone goes, so how have you been, Jack? And it just comes <laughs> to you saying, well, I've tried drinking like a dog. It was only a laugh. I did it for a laugh. But anyway, honestly, you should, you should no, see if you can do it. That is interesting. I would, you know, yeah. I would do it now if I had a bowl, but I, yeah. I don't. Sorry, we've got cups here. Mm. We have got cut. Oh, that's good. But um, no, I just thought that was a bit of a revelation. I hadn't realised that that's so intricate. If you just Google it, you know, how do dogs drink? It's a lovely close-up thing. The tongue goes backwards and up into the mouth. Can you show me? I can't show you. Of course I can't show you because I'm... There goes that. So your tongue, yeah. don't worry, listeners. Sorry. He's not having a stroke. He's just <laughs> trying to talk with his tongue out. But it's... Um, <laughs> Your tongue would uh-huh. go downwards uh-huh. yeah, and, and turn into a cup and scoop water into your mouth that way. 
which is why it well, it's not the only reason they have a very long tongue, but, um, but I looked into it and, and found out why dogs do that. Do you know what it is? No. Because I just like it. <laughs> I'm being irreverent. That's Simon, the dog expert's answer to quite a few of our questions so far. <laughs> but anyway... That is very insightful. Well, I'll, do you know what? I'll look out for that. I want to hear from other listeners if they knew that or, or if that was a revelation for them and how that's changed their lives. And also, <laughs> But also any other details that they might have yeah. noticed, like you did, just looking yes. close up. Yes, exactly. Um, Let's move on, shall we? Yeah, well, we've got a voice note. Let's have a listen to that. This is from Mark and Magda from Seaford. Seaford, and, that's it. Uh, Yes, they've sent us their song for their three-year-old Springer Spaniel. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. The songs are back. <laughs> Hi, Jack and Sean. This is a little song that me and my wife sing about our Springer Spaniel, Watson, whose nickname is The Poffle. Um, hope you like it. Someone is a Poffle dog. Someone is a Poffle dog. Someone is a Poffle dog. And he ain't got no balls. <laughs> See... That is a lovely thing to hear. And I suspect <laughs> that I have made two friends out there who understand why I would have tried drinking water like a dog. Yes. Because I want to sort of see what it's like. I, saw, I just want to see what it's like. I think they're with you. And that was a brilliant song. That was very good. Lovely harmonising. Thank you very much. Yes, release that. <laughs> Get that up on the web. And keep them coming in, by the way. We enjoy those songs or uh, yeah. any queries you have, anything really that you want to get in touch with us about, you can send in a voice note on Instagram at omdpod or by email at hello at omdpod.com. Now, Adam Bloom is an award-winning comedian, writer and author. Since the late 90s, he's appeared on countless TV shows such as Nevermind the Buzzcocks, Mock the Week, Live at the Apollo, and he has toured the world. His new book, Finding Your Comic Genius, an in-depth guide to the art of stand-up comedy, has just been released, so look out for that. But we don't want to hear about all of Adam's amazing achievements. We want to get to know him through his relationships with his dogs. Hello, Adam. Hello, Adam. Hello. Adam Bloom, it's wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Now... I know that you don't actually live with a dog, but you have dogs in your life. So can you explain? So I got two daughters and when they were two and five, they were begging me for a dog and I didn't mm. want a dog. So I had a two year old. That's enough. That's enough yeah. to do, isn't it? And then yeah. I gave in like all men do to their daughters. I gave yeah. in. And um, then when my marriage sadly failed in 2015, I moved out. So I didn't just, I'm not living with my children anymore. I didn't live with my dog anymore. I mean, no offence to dog owners, but your children are more important than your dog. I'm probably going to get abused now on Twitter for that. But um, <laughs> so yeah, Very unpopular view on... on... <laughs> <laughs> well, put this way, if I could take one of them with me, it wouldn't have been my dog. So, oh, okay, um, okay. Yeah, because I wanted to separate my children to ruin their lives as I well. <laughs> so was it was it I mean obviously it's a traumatic thing anyway the breakup of a marriage but did it add to the sadness for you to uh, not be with your dog anymore or were you not not that bothered no it, it added to the sadness I, I suppose it's a bit like you've been kicked in the stomach and someone gives you a Chinese burn at the same time okay that's a good comparison yeah, yeah. yeah. so occasionally do you step in as, as as a sort of weekend dog owner no I don't I so what I do is when I visit them 
we have a little stroke at the door. But I managed to, I mean, this probably sounds like quite a callous approach, but I managed to kind of go, look, that's their dog now. Okay. I've got wonderful mm. memories. I didn't have them for that long, maybe a year. No. Did you kind of emotionally detach yourself yes. from this dog? Yes. But did you, in that year, did you not come to, I assume you did, did you not come to love the dog? Of course, uh, very much so. Yeah. So what we do is when we go out for lunch, and I go with my ex, we go out together. In fact, you'd think we were a happy family, but, oh my God, we're not. But um, the point is, we go out together, so I spend time with my dog. All right, keep it um, light, keep it light. Just get that in, keep that in. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you know, it's the best it can be. It's your, your friends with your ex. We don't meet up and hang out together, but we do. She's a very sweet human being, and I think the way it's panned out is, is actually beautiful compared okay. to, you know, some... Have you read the curious incident of the dog in the night time that just sprung to mind? Things don't uh, add up so well there, do they? No, they, the book starts with a, a child with a Spurger says, the dog was lying in the garden, the dog was not moving, there was a fork in its back. That was the opening line to the book. Right, that's the okay. so, yeah. Yes, yes, I remember that, yes. Um, which is the only novel I've ever read, by the way. Yeah, okay. I look so literate. What? Perfect comparison when the ex stabbed the dog in the garden to spite his wife. It's such an accurate cultural reference as a comparison to what I'm not doing, and it's the only cultural reference I can make from a book. What a lovely coincidence. I read a book about a dog being killed by an ex. Just that one thing, It's it sounds like you needed to read that book, and uh, and it's helped <laughs> you through the trauma. Sean's dying to ask me a question, though. Well, it's just you've, re- you've, you've only read one book, but you've written a book. You've written the same amount of books that you've read. <laughs> I've written twice as many words as I've read. <laughs> Yeah. Going back to the dog, because you sent through a lovely picture of your daughters during lockdown, I think. And there were two dogs in the picture. They've got a new one since me. Ah, so there's a new one in there. Okay. Does the new one think of you as a bit of a sort of stepdad? Or there's nothing like <laughs> <wrong with> that? <laughs> I think the new one feels quite safe because he knows that he's not going to get a fork in his back if things go sour. Yeah. <laughs> he's obviously been warned by the old dog. Yeah. What's the old dog called, by the way? Is it? Uh, Lolly. Lol- oh, it's a sweet name. She licked my daughter when they met, so she called oh. her Lolly because you lick lollies. I didn't oh. bother pointing out the inaccuracy of the analogy. Yeah, it's the um, wrong way around, really. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, is wrong. yeah. <laughs> uh, it should have been called Lolly Consumer, really. But that would have been a human. <laughs> A humorless thing to have said to your child at that point, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What dog is it? Sorry, what dog is it? Sorry, did I miss what? Dijon free Jack Russell mix. I tell it was lovely. My daughter would go up to strangers in a park, and just. The confidence, just walk up to strangers with dogs and stroke the dog, and she'd go, oh, yeah. what is it? She'd be like, you know, five years old, and they'd go, you know, it's a Dalmatian or whatever, and she'd go, oh, mine's a Jack Russell Bichon Free Mix. It was just so lovely, this, you know, having a dog owner chat, those magical dog yeah. owner chats. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you see yourself at any point now or in the near future going back to getting a dog again? No, because I live on my own, and as you all know, that's a lot. I mean, no, yeah. you've got to start paying dog walkers, and but I feel, and also feeling guilty when you're away. You could maybe, if things got a bit better, if if your personal circumstances improved, let's say, if that's not, I mean, obviously, like all great comedians, your your private life is an unmitigated disaster. But if if if, <laughs> but if if you. <laughs> If your life was to improve, Adam, is it one of your things on your wish list to have another dog at some point in the future? No, the thing is, I, I, I love my dog dearly and I could tell you so many stories about how, why I love my dog and some magical moments we had together. Just, of course, yeah. Just amazing moments that you'll never have with a cat. Sorry, but you won't. And um, oh. I grew up with four cats, so I, I know the difference. And, you know, I know there are cat lovers who don't like dogs, but yeah. to me, it's just, you know, the difference is immense. 
And uh, yeah. cat's just a bit of furniture, isn't it? Cat's like a cushion in your house that moves occasionally. So you've got cats, have you? No, I grew up with oh, cats. Oh, you grew up with but cats. The reason, okay. I grew up with yeah. cats. The reason I wouldn't have a dog, that sounds like an Eddie Izzard routine, doesn't it? <laughs> I used to feel guilty when we went out as a family that Lolly was on her own for three hours. Of course, yeah. But the yes. idea of having that, you know, for long enough for a dog to, to feel properly lonely, I couldn't deal with. And I, and I can't afford dog walkers. Dog walkers are, is a real expense, isn't it? A daily, it is. constant expense. I think it's a, re- a responsible approach to take. If you know you're not in the right position to, to look after your dog as you would like to, then don't get one just yet. I was going to say, if only poor people took that approach to breeding children. <laughs> well... <laughs> Oh, it's been lovely having you as a guest, Adam. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there was a moment earlier when you asked me questions about my dog and if I'd have another dog. It felt like yeah. I was social service interviewing me about an adoption process. Yeah. <laughs> you talked about having those those lovely moments with a dog, mm. and you said you could tell us loads. What are one of them? I'll tell you both of them. Yeah, go on. <laughs> go on then. <laughs> We trained Lolly to do wheeze on those mats, those absorbent mats. We have it in the mm-hmm. kitchen. Yes. And one yeah. day I cleaned it up, but forgot to replace it. And I was upstairs, and no one else was in the house apart from Lolly and myself. And she was barking at me. And I was busy, mm-hmm. you know, I was in the bathroom, in the shower, whatever. And I came down as quick as I could. But by the time I got down, she'd weed on the floor. It touches my heart that she was going, Adam, Adam. I need a wee. You haven't changed the mat. Do you know the mat? I'm going to oh. hold it in. Eventually, she gave it. And it breaks my heart to think there's a moment when she went, I can't go anymore. You know, I mean, oh. yeah, it's, it's so heartwarming. But she could have weed immediately and shouted to say, haha, I've just weed on the kitchen floor. Who knows if she held it in? But I'm pretty sure she held it in. And yeah. it just, it's so, it's, it's a bittersweet feeling because she was calling me, hey, hey, hey. All you can do is bark, right? And um, it must be so frustrating when your vocabulary is one word. Oh, that's that, that's sweet. So that's that, that's a moment that you've you've kept with you, and uh, yeah, to some extent. <laughs> no, there's another. There's another. There's another really beautiful one. So we had stair gates mm. to stop her getting up mm. the stairs, and then. Sorry, Adam. Sorry, I was just going to say. I don't think most most people's uh, most beautiful moment with their dog is their dog weeing on their car, having been traumatized by ha- holding it in for ten minutes. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. I almost find it harrowing that she was holding, holding till she couldn't give up, right? I don't know what she yeah. went through, how long she yes, was, I, but oh. it's so touching that she was going, hey, Adam, you made a mistake. And it just, the yeah. fact that she cared, the fact that she didn't just yeah. do it. Yes. That's, yeah. 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 Yes. And, and the Stairgate story? This is so beautiful. It's a house on three floors. Um, that's not mm-hmm. a boast because I don't live there anymore. And um, <laughs> the... the <laughs> If I, if I had it my way, it would be a bungalow. Anyway, <laughs> one stag to stop her going up on the first floor. And what she did, one night, every, the girls were all away, and um, I was fast asleep on the top floor, and she managed to get over two stairs. There were two staircases to sleep with me because she wasn't well. She had um, the runs, so she probably wasn't feeling well if she had the runs because it's a sign you might not be feeling well, right? Yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. rather than sleeping yes, in yeah, the yeah. kitchen... No, no, she's got a little room, little uh, room for herself. What she did was she managed to jump, oh, like pole vault over these two stair gates, came into my room and slept at the bottom of my bed with me. She didn't see those stair gates as me keeping her away. She saw them as hurdles between her and her owner, and she got there. Because she wasn't feeling well. She wanted to be with you. Yes, and she'd never done that before. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, it is. It's it's a very very nice. I picked her up and kicked her out. (laughs) 
<laughs> Had you just forgotten to put a mat out again? Is that what it was? <laughs> it was that, that's what I love is that the fact that she thinks like if you're a child and you do something naughty, let's say you climb on a chair mm. and you steal some sweets from the top shelf in a in the larder. Do people yes, have larders yes. anymore? And um, uh, if you did that and your mum caught you, you'd be ashamed. But she saw it as an yeah. achievement to get to me because she didn't see those gates as a, a, a barrier on purpose. And it's just so lovely. Yeah. She's like, don't worry, Adam. I finally got to you. We're together at last. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry and about then, those and gates. And then I realised... Go on. No, no, go on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're so polite. God, if only all chat show hosts was this polite, rather than making it about them and talking over guests. And We're just, we're just two gentlemen running a podcast. <laughs> well, I don't know what a larder is. Sorry, I don't know what a larder is. No, larder? No. There's a room behind the kitchen that posh people have yeah. to put their cans of baked beans. Oh, okay. I thought that was a pantry. It's another word for larder, isn't it? Yeah, pantry. I suppose so. There's a good question. What's the difference larder in a pantry? Larder, <laughs> it's, a, it's a dated word, isn't it, Jack? You've given your age away by knowing what I'm talking about. I just The fact is, because I've, I've read more than one book. I do know what these things. <laughs> I do know what these things are. Sean hasn't displayed any evidence of reading more than one book. <laughs> I think he, he wears his learning lightly. I think he's a very uh, well-read man, Sean. Once you get to know him, I've read all of the Mister Men. <laughs> when Lolly left a poo stain on the bed, and it didn't bother me in the slightest, yes. that's when I realised I truly loved her. And I think that yeah. applies to all relationships. Uh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> You can go off, people. <laughs> tell me, Adam, you, uh, I've got on your CV here that you did Dogstival. Is it a dog festival of some sort? Amazing. What's that and how can we get booked? <laughs> I got parked off. <laughs> it was amazing. It's a festival where yeah. people brought their dogs. Not one single person there came without a dog. And um, wow. there was loads of stalls where people promoting stuff and all the endless things you can buy for your dog. And um, we did one gig and then a kind of game show where we talked about dogs. It was great fun. You do so many different gigs. You do a gig where all the audience are gay or all the audience are Asian or all the audience are from another country or doing, a, you know, you're mm. New Zealanders and you're the token English yeah. person. I've played to rooms, but I've never played to where 30% of the audience are dogs. Amazing. Amazing. And where is this festival? If people want to go, is this a yearly thing? Is it still going? Can people go? It is, but I've got a feeling they won't be booking comedy again because a couple of people didn't have a very good gig and they, they went, no, it doesn't work. So uh, it was actually... Uh, a bittersweet experience. Um, you know those festivals where the comedy is not announced. So, it, by the way, I want to make this clear because that festival was beautiful for dogs and dog owners. But you know when comedy right. just appears out of nowhere and people go, yeah. why is there a person talking about their willy? No, yeah. It doesn't work in all occasions, does it? So, uh, But you had a good gig. I imagine you did very well, didn't you, Adam? Yeah, I think it was the luck of the draw, though. I happened to go on to people who were sitting on logs eating lunch. And so there were, they were like, oh, okay, there's a comedian. You know, it's like, oh, I remember see. seeing Ed Byrne at Reading Festival. He was playing mm. with Motorhead, or one of those yeah. kind of bands, in the next tent. Yeah. So you've got 2,000 <laughs> yeah. Ed Byrne fans who can't hear him. And then you yeah. go on, you know, oh, my God, I followed Mark Thomas at Leeds Festival in his pomp. And um, 2,000 people left the tent, leaving about 150 for me. And oh, I tell you what's kind of strange. I know this is about dogs, but you know we can we can briefly tangent, right? Mm. I went on to maybe you know realistically to two hundred people, and I'm playing it like I'm playing to nobody, and just you know look centre distance and just keep banging out some material so the people listening can at least enjoy it. 
And gradually people started coming into the tent. And then I realized at one point I'm performing like I'm playing to nobody, just keep going, keep going. Then I realized there were a thousand people. But if you add up one person, one at a time or two at a time yeah. to 200, yeah. there's no noticeable moment when you're playing to lower. There's a, there's a Chinese 2,000-year-old philosophical question that if you took a hair from a man's head one at a time, yeah. Yeah. at what point does he have a ball patch? And the reason this can't be answered is if you said yes on one hair, if I put one hair back again, by your own definition, that's not a ball patch. And of course... It clearly is because one hair doesn't stop a ball patch being a ball patch. So it's an impossible question to answer. And it was the mm. same for when is a comedian not dying on his ass anymore? Right. I say, yeah. Yeah, no, you make your point very well. Uh, take that one. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what was there for the dogs, though, at the dog festival? Oh, got a million. Just sure, I could have made that more current by saying, if you pull a hair from a dog's back one at a time, at what point <laughs> does your dog need to see a vet? At what point did the RSPCA intervene? Yeah. <laughs> but what about this dog festival if it's near enough i would like to go Mm. i'll take mildred i think it was at broadlands park in hampshire that's the note i've got here does that does that sound familiar okay yeah 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 yeah, it does there's a million things like you know it's a bit like prams for kids you can buy things to attach to prams and you know people in third world countries they're kidding about blanket and strap them to their shoulder and that's fine. You know, the, the mm-hmm. accessories, when you, what does the dog need? Some water, some food, and a cuddle. Yes. Oh, and a ball. And a drone. A drone to film the ball so the dog can watch the film of the drone when he gets home. So, yeah, I can, I can imagine that all kinds of paraphernalia is for sale at, at the at the Dogstival. And I don't suppose it was a music festival, really, was it? Because dogs wouldn't be into that. No music. Just high-pitched no sounds music. that only they could enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I think uh, from what you said, when you were living with your dog, your dog had their own place to sleep downstairs. Yeah, the downstairs loo. Oh, yes. Okay. Allowed on the furniture? Uh, yes. We had, um, uh, what's it called? A Chesterfield sofa. That was fine. The little loo, the kitchen. So there's a kitchen, then a breakfast room. Yeah. And then a little loo yeah. and a laundry right. room. The little, yes. uh, tiny little loo became Lolly's room. And it always amazed me when you go, okay, bedtime. And she'd... Rush into there, go in there, and sit on a little sofa thing, whatever it's called, and then shut the door. Because I remember thinking, this feels like cruelty. But that's no. what they love, right? Security. They like to be there. Unless they decide to make, you know, the ascent of the stairs to see Adam. Oh. Where do you stand on dogs kissing you on the mouth? This is what we always <sighs> ask our guests. Never, ever, ever. You're, you're <laughs> ever, shaking ever. your head. No. I Ever, ever, ever. No. no Why would no. you do that? I don't even snog someone who's got bad breath. I suppose why people will do that is that they allow the dog to show their affection or what they think is showing their affection in that way. But uh, it's a straight answer. Some people do, some people don't. Well, like, I won't allow Mildred to actually kiss me on my actual lips, but kind of the chin, like around here is like a sign of affection kind of on my... On my beard. Yeah. Well, if you do, you there's no people taking pictures of you in the distance. There could be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, that's yes. <laughs> Sorry. Dolly licks me in the ear. She likes to lick me in the ear. She'll spend quite a lot of time cleaning my ears out. So, Are you serious? I'm being very serious. Yeah, she's got a tiny little tongue. She's chihuahua. Well, Lolly adores the other dog, Jeff, and yeah. Lolly apparently cleans Jeff's ears yeah. in an adoring way. But Jeff never returns the favour. And I just no. wonder at some point, does Molly think, I'm doing everything in this relationship. 
This is not working. It's a sign of respect. We had two dogs exactly the same. And uh, Walter would always clean Darcy's ears, but it was never reciprocated. And it means that I am seen as a senior authority figure in our household by Dolly. And I think that counts for something. It's almost like the the good old days of marriage. (laughs) That was said with a note of sadness and... (laughs) Yeah, I know. My ears are filthy right now. Filthy. I bet they are. You need to get a dog or some Q-tips. Yeah. Well, Adam, it's been fantastic hearing all about your your life with dogs and Lolly and how that sort of came to a bit of an end. But it was uh, a very nice uh, insight into your world. So thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Adam. I want to say I'm fans of both of your work. So it's quite nice to do a podcast. I did... um. One the other day, well, I, I respected both comedians. It's it's really nice talking to people who you can look at and go, I love what you do. You know, I, I grew up watching you, Jack. No, that's oh, very kind. You. Thank you very much. Yeah, I grew down watching you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I grew up watching you, and I'm a, I'm a big fan. So oh, well, thank then you. now thank we all so love much. each other. No, thank you. Listen, thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute joy. Oh, there's Adam Bloom. What a great, uh, what a great guest to have on this week. Fantastic. Se- That's the second person we've had on who who actually doesn't own a dog. That's right. Yes, we had Sue Sue Vincent who looked after dogs. He was a, a, a renowned comedy dog mother. Yes, uh, in 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 the world of show business, all her friends' dogs come and stay, which is uh, this is a great way to sort of have relationships with dogs, isn't it? And sad that Adam had to say. Had to kind of have that emotional disconnect. Yeah, yeah. That he had, which must have been tough. It's something that we haven't heard much about. It's like what happens when a, when a relationship ends, and who gets the dog, and and then how do you how do you cope with that? I think the dog will cope. I think the dog probably cope very well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, yeah it makes you realise it's it's we're lucky to live with a dog and be in a yes. relationship with a dog. I think that's a, an upbeat note to end on. This yes. Week. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Well, thank you for listening to Oh My Dog. Every week we get all these insights from our guests. We hope you're enjoying getting to know a different side of them through their relationships with their dogs. Yeah, and don't forget to get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com and find us on Instagram at omdpod. So give us a shout there as well. Yes, we'd love to hear your voice notes. Oh, great. Grace has messaged back about the, the carpet thing. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's good. What's um, First of all, she said, what do you mean? Because I, I suppose out of context, I suppose it is a strange message. I just, oh yeah, I should have thought that through. What I did, just you put, say, did you send to her, why don't you like carpets? I put, what is your problem with carpet? That's, that is a strange message, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, fair enough. She wants a clarification. Uh, yes, understandably. Well, she she then kind of uh, managed to use um, some initiative and, and put together probably that it was something to do with the podcast. And she put, why did I pull up our carpet, do you mean? Because Mildred had destroyed it, so it was all patchy where the bed had been. It had to go. There you go. So that's why you don't have carpet where you live now. That's it, yeah. Cliffhanger stuff. Yeah, well, now we know. And so when you see Sean out <laughs> gigging... You know why? Because <laughs> he, he wants some carpet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodbye. <laughs>